Hey mama. So today's episode is honestly like one of those episodes that is so near and dear to my heart. I am sitting down to chat with Gretchen Nelson and Gretchen, she is a mental health therapist and she supports specifically moms. So moms who are new moms or have little ones that are in like that zero to five age range. And she specifically supports moms with ADHD. Now, this conversation was so amazing because I've learned that I have ADHD um, and I'm currently going through that process to be evaluated and have the diagnosis confirmed, but I know for sure that I have it. And so I wanted to have Gretchen on the podcast to kind of talk through it, especially if you are a mom of little ones and you're running a business. And I really like how Gretchen really talks about how ADHD is your superpower and really just breaking down some of those things where we're wondering, like, why do I do that? Why does this happen? But it really helps you, like, understand how your brain works if you have ADHD. So if you are a mama with ADHD or maybe you suspect you have it or you're wondering why you're doing certain things and whatnot, this episode is really going to speak to you. Gretchen has such a sweet spirit and was such a joy to talk to, and it really is conveyed in this interview. So I'm so excited for you guys to get to know her and really learn more about navigating ADHD as a mompreneur. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Hey mama, welcome to the Mama Term Mompreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Singletary, a wife, mama of two, and former virtual assistant turned podcast strategist and producer. This is a podcast for the mama who is burnt out trying to build her business on social media. You're tired of putting in so much time and energy marketing your business on social media only to hear crickets and barely get any engagement on your posts. You don't have time to waste as a busy mama and you need an effective way to generate leads for your business. Well, mama, you're in the right place. On this podcast, I will be giving you the inside scoop on how to create a podcast that generates consistent leads for your business on autopilot mixed in with some mompreneur hacks and tips for growing your business as a busy mama. So grab your coffee, your notebook and pen, put in those earbuds, and let's dive in. All right, today on the Mama Term Mompreneur podcast, I am sitting down to chat with Gretchen Nelson, and this is going to be an exciting conversation because we are talking about navigating being a mompreneur while having ADHD. Um, So Gretchen, welcome to the show. Please tell us about yourself, who you are, what you do, and all about your family. Yes, thank you so much. I have so many feelings right now in the true ADHD (laughs) fashion. (laughs) Um, So I am a mother to one. I had my son a week before the, the shutdown. So that's how I know where we are with covid Um, And I had him later in life. So now I'm kind of mid 40s, which adds another layer to motherhood. (laughs) 
Um, live in Minnesota, and I am a licensed clinical social worker. And I have been practicing in the field for a long time in a nonprofit, but decided to switch gears because I'm really passionate about um, serving moms and realized there's really a lack of support specifically for moms during pregnancy, postpartum, and early childhood who have ADHD. So that is my focus. Yeah, and I'm so excited to have you here. I don't think I've shared with my audience too much, or I can't remember, but um, I actually discovered I had ADHD after becoming a mom and talking to more moms. I found out that that's how they found out as well. Um, So I'm really excited to chat about this with you because I'm pretty sure many of the moms in my audience, they may be wondering the same thing or found out themselves too. So um, just tell us about your mompreneur journey and also like when you discovered you had ADHD, like what that was like and everything. Yeah, sure. I'd love to. Um, So I was in grad school and I was seeing a counselor at the time and it felt like really out of the blue. She was like, have you ever thought if you might have ADHD? And I was like, what? You know, back then it still was like the stereotype of boys running around up the walls and everything. And so that seemed just, it really surprised me. And um, it took probably a couple more years before I actually explored it. I think I um, had so much shame and um, just thought that I wasn't smart. So I was scared to actually find out if what was going on, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, why I was struggling. And um, it was a tricky journey. Um, just even being in the field, knowing kind of the routes to go, it was still really hard to navigate. So it took a little while before I got the confirmation diagnosis. But I, when I went to see a specialist, I brought in a book on women and ADHD and pretty much everything was highlighted and tabbed. I was like, this is my story (laughs) too. And I think probably right away, they just kind of diagnosed me when I walked in (laughs) at that point. Um, But I also have dyslexia and dyslexia was something I knew, but also hadn't been confirmed until I was assessed. Um, And so after I really started learning more about ADHD, it was like spot on. The things that I struggled with growing up were like, oh, that makes so much sense now. Um, And so really kind of decided to tailor my career in supporting kind of the neurodivergent population. And that I had probably about 10 years ago, the desire to maybe go out on my own, but it just seems too scary. I think just financially where I was at at that point. Um, And so ended up once I started medication and things were clicking, I kept getting promoted and um, that really held my focus and interest for a while until having my son when I was like, okay, I want to leave a legacy, so to speak, for him. I want um, him to be proud. Oh gosh, now I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> I want him to be proud. You know, if he does end up having ADHD, since it's highly genetic, I want him to feel proud of his mom and know that he can do what he wants to do too and to dream big. Um, and so that I think really pushed me to want to face some 
fears and jump into entrepreneurship. I love that. Um, There's so many things that you said, like that we can unpack, but um, one of the things that really stood out to me is like how you're talking about, like a lot of times when we think of ADHD, we think about boys and being hyperactive and all over the place and everything. Um, and we're currently in the process of having my son assessed for ADHD. Um, we definitely suspect it, mm-hmm. it, but it's like, I think a lot of times because with girls, it's kind of masked. So like yeah. people don't suspect it and whatnot. Um, but I also love like your journey to like discovering the truth and whatnot and how you walked into the doctor's office. I feel like that's <laughs> something many of us could probably resonate with, like going through that process. Like, cause when I started like really diving into like listening to all the podcasts and reading mm-hmm. up on it, that was me like highlighting everything and whatnot. <laughs> cause it's like, yes, yes, that explains who I am and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and I love that you you decided to just take that chance and to be that example to your son and whatnot, because mm-hmm. it is scary starting a business, yeah. especially, you know, being a mom and then adding in that layer of having ADHD. And then for mm-hmm. you, too, with dyslexia, just navigating all of these things. So kudos to you for, <laughs> like, taking that step and doing it. Um, so kind of talking about this a little bit more. So like I shared earlier, like, I feel like more and more women are discovering that they have ADHD Mm -hmm. after they, you know, step into this role of mom. And so like, what are some of the signs, you know, people may see that, like, okay, maybe I need to dive into this a little bit more and see if I do actually have ADHD? Yeah, great question. I think it's definitely been interesting times with COVID um, and all the stressors that there's been kind of an increase in people receiving the diagnosis. And I think part of that is just because there's been more demands or people working at home and trying to multitask more and, and struggling with that. Um, But so some of the signs in particular with moms, when they might be kind of questioning, there's a really large um, hormone component. And so Knowing the link with hormones and ADHD, it makes sense that um, during pregnancy or postpartum or even, you know, kind of um, shortly after that moms might kind of question it as the hormones are out of whack and trying to adjust um, hormones impact the symptoms of ADHD. So having, um, we hear a lot about kind of like the impulsive shopping, just like this drive to just spend, spend, spend. That's one of the things, um, (laughs) which sometimes that can be anxiety or, you know, just, um, kind of an addictive tendency, but it's, um, something that can be kind of common sometimes. And then, um, for some women it's, you know, they start a task and then, um, kind of their brain gets distracted and all of a sudden they're starting three or five other tasks and then forgot what they were doing, (laughs) before and then none of them end up getting finished and sometimes there can be just additional anxiety or irritability that can go with having um, ADHD and so that can look like emotional dysregulation so things feel fine and then all of a sudden something tips us over and it feels too much and we just kind of shut down that could be triggered by 
like just too much sensory input. So like if our kids are all over us and our husband's talking to us at the same time and the dog's jumping on us and it's just too much, um, those sometimes can be signs as well. And there's there's other ones and it's hard because it, it can look different for different women. But one of the things that I often hear is this kind of negative self-talk that they had or self-view that they had as as kids, since it is something that shows up in childhood. Um, so their story sounds similar in that they always felt different. They always kind of suspected or maybe they even gravitated towards the underdog or something. They kind of resonated with that feeling. So those are kind of some things. Yeah, I resonated with each of those, <laughs> um, especially like I noticed after becoming a mom, like that start a task, then I don't know, I hear a noise or just a little yeah. thing. And then I go do something else. And then mm-hmm. I look back in the kitchen and I left the stuff out on the stove. Like I thought when I, when it first started happening, I thought I was like going crazy. I'm like, okay, what is wrong with me? Is it just the crazy hormones? Am I sleep <laughs> deprived? But right. it's like, no, there's something to it. And not to say that like as a new mom and you are sleep deprived, that is going to mm-hmm. impact things. But like you said, you just feel different. Like there's just something there. It's like, okay, something's not quite right. So yeah, I resonated with all of that so much. Um, And it's, it's hard. Like, I think, especially like you're saying, like, um, becoming a mom during the pandemic because I had my son April 2020 so at the height of the mm-hmm. pandemic mm-hmm. and so it's like you had those added layers of stressors and you couldn't go out everyone yes. those social distancing you didn't have that typical family and friend support and so it's just so many layers to it um, and it'll be interesting to see like as the years go on and like research is done like things that they find and everything about how COVID has really impacted moms and whatnot. Um, so yeah, it's just all of that you said, like I said, it resonated with me so much. Um, <laughs> yeah. So talking about it a little bit more, like I know we talked about the system or the symptoms, but like, what are some struggles we can face as mompreneurs with ADHD? Yeah. So, you know, I think when we think about kind of before baby and after baby, we're mostly just responsible for ourselves. And so if we forgot something and, you know, having to drive back to the house or something like that, you know, it only really impacted us. But then once you have a child and you, um, I think one time I forgot my child's shoes, you know, (laughs) I just put them in the car seat and I was like, what show up at daycare? I'm like, I forgot his shoes and stuff. And um, there's just so many more things that we, have to hold in mind. And that's something that um, kind of the out of sight, out of mind yeah. um, kind of thing can happen as well as difficulties with time management. And um, so the strategies definitely are for supporting, you know, the individual with wherever they particularly are finding, you know, if it's emotional regulation or executive functioning, that's difficult for them. But what I think is helpful is um, looking at their morning routine, um, having the 
start of their day, how we wake up kind of sets the tone for the rest of the day. And so as a mom, we sometimes don't have time to think and being able to think out loud. And so when we have moments to ourselves before we're getting our child ready and getting dressed, I think that can really help us just center ourselves and stay grounded in what we want to get done for the day and um, kind of do our lists, get ourselves a little bit organized with our environment, our setup, um, so that once we, you know, if we're doing drop off at daycare or once we're kind of in the work mode, we can um, dive in. And some of the other strategies, I think of really having you know, I kind of mentioned about out of sight, out of mind. So really having visuals for yourself in your space that can ground yourself in like, okay, why am I doing this? Um, Who is this for? And I like to even recommend like framing that for yourself as an entrepreneur, like what are those reasons so that you can look at that every day. And when things get difficult, you see it. And it's kind of a cue for you to know, okay, this is why I'm doing it. This is what's important. Um, and maybe having even like a, a visual board. So you're putting down, okay, what are the things for today? What are the things for next week? What are the things for the month that I want to focus on? And then I'm a big like associations person. So working from home, I still put on my clothes still kind of, even if I'm not seeing anybody that day, I put on like my work clothes so that the end of the day I can put on my cozies and I feel like there's this end and my brain knows like, okay, now I'm in my cozy mode. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So that's, that's kind of one like association thing that I think can sometimes be helpful. And then having just really like positive affirmations having um, something that you can just kind of like cue in when you are feeling discouraged. Like I, I can definitely hear your voice when there was something, maybe I was like, Oh, trying to compare myself with another, um, you know, person doing similar work. And then I, I can hear you being like, Hey, that's okay. Like start where you're at and, and thinking of, bringing up those messages i think when we when we need them to help us uh stay grounded cuz our brains can go all over the place in different directions and bringing us back to center with just different cues or different um visuals i think can be helpful yeah okay so much to unpack <laughs> here so that out of sight, out of mind thing is so true. Um, after I had my son and like once I was like going out to like take him to doctor's appointments, different things like that, I had to get in the habit of like either putting my shoe in the back seat or something just so I always remembered he was back there. Um, and I know that that is something scary for many parents, you know, leaving your child in the car, especially like during summer and different things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that kind of alerted me like, okay, something's going on here. Um, because I'm, 
you know, a pretty responsible person and different things Mm -hmm. like that. But I had to, like, I had to make it a habit. And even like, I know a lot of times people will get the car mirrors just so they could check on the baby, Mm -hmm. but I did it so that I would look in my rear view mirror and see that there was a baby in the back seat. Um, It's like, I had to do that because I, I think like one of my greatest fears was like, the thought of yeah. like leaving, you know, one of my kids mm-hmm. in the car and stuff. And it would just fill me with so much anxiety. And so <laughs> I had to do that to kind of one, calm my nervous system, but just so that I knew, okay, I have one of the kids in the car with me. Um, mm-hmm. So that, and then like the different strategies you shared, I like, what I do is I will like write out each day, like the yeah. tasks that I'm going to get done just so I can stay on task. Cause if not, mm-hmm. I will start jumping from one thing to the other mm-hmm. and not actually accomplish the things that I'm supposed to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's like really huge for me. And like you said, like just having that time to kind of like start your day off without the kids asking you mm-hmm. for anything, like having that time to yourself. And so for me, like I'll get up a little bit earlier before the kids so mm-hmm. I can go and like pray and read my Bible and just to kind of set the tone for the mm-hmm. day. Cause if not, I'm going to be all over the place. I'm going to get easily overstimulated, like all of those mm-hmm. things. So it does make a world of a difference. And then there was something else you said. Oh gosh, I'm blanking now. <laughs> but it was like so many good tips and so many things. I'm like, yes, yes, I do that too. <laughs> but yeah, it's oh, I know what I wanted to say. Um, I never knew that like that whole spiraling, like mentally and everything. I never knew that that was like associated with ADHD because I do that all the time. Um, So, but it makes sense. Like your mind Mm -hmm. is just constantly going and then you'll just go down this rabbit hole. And, Mm -hmm. and so it's something I definitely have had to be really mindful of. And like you said, having those positive affirmations, um, some of the strategies I even teach my clients is like have like taking screenshots of different like testimonials and different things like that just so you can remember that you've supported clients you've made Mm -hmm. this difference so like you can continue doing that like if you did Mm -hmm. it once you can do it again um but yeah I never knew that that was associated so that explains even more about how my (laughs) brain works (laughs) Yes, our brains work in um, different and beautiful ways, I think, as ADHDers and really understanding what that looks like for you and what it looks like when it's um, needs a little tweaking (laughs) or something, you know, it needs a little, little more rest or um, knowing when I think our peak is for our energy to really like prioritize certain tasks around that time, you know, like the three o'clock, my brain starts to dip and Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, I'm going to have to lower my expectations for myself around (laughs) that time. My brain might not be firing as well. Um, And, and just being okay with that, that that's just how I am and um, being able to compensate or work around those things. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me this year is learning to be okay with it Mm because it can often feel like, 
you know, it's like, oh, this is holding me back or I'm mm-hmm. not able to do what other people are doing and different things like that. And so, yeah, learning to one, be okay with it and then figuring yeah. out those strategies that are going to best support you. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I love that you said like our brains work differently in such a beautiful mm-hmm. way. And so talking a little bit about that, like what are the advantages of being a mompreneur with ADHD? Yeah. So, um, I think, I don't know the percentage, but there are like a pretty good amount of entrepreneurs that have ADHD. And I think it's (laughs) because our brains can come up with just so many different ideas. We think outside the box and um, we also can be good at like kind of making connections with Mm -hmm. different things. So we see kind of sometimes some patterns and then I think the other thing, um, which I noticed this right about right away about you, and <laughs> even before you shared that you have diagnosed or uh, ADHD, that you and ADHDers are really good at recognizing the need. Um, sometimes before people even know for themselves that they have that need, and being able to articulate that as an entrepreneur can really bring in clients and really. Um, help them feel connected, help them feel like you get it, help them feel heard. And that is, um, I think, just a really amazing strength that comes often natural for um, people with ADHD. And so really relying on that as an advantage. I think we're tend to be like just People like um, people, people, <laughs> we like to connect, <laughs> um, tend to kind of be really expressive, which also I think can bring people in and just give off kind of energy that can be magnetic for people, um, which helps entrepreneurs. And then I think the other thing that I've heard just with other ADHD or entrepreneurs um, that we could be good at pivoting. So as an entrepreneur, sometimes we need to pivot and pivot quickly um, just with things changing. And so because we can come up with lots of different ideas, um, not having that stop us. So like all of a sudden, okay, we've got to switch to, you know, something else and like, okay, well, what about this and this and this? And (laughs) now we've got this way of adjusting um, which is really huge in the entrepreneur field. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so many <laughs> great things you said. So um, I pivoted in my business earlier this year. Best decision oh, ever. It was yeah. scary, but I'm glad I did it. Um, but also too, what you said about us being connectors, I did not realize like that was a gift of ADHD years. Um, but I, that is who I am. Like whether it's <laughs> me connecting like on a deeper level with my clients mm-hmm. or even just connecting other people, I'm like, oh yes, you need to go and talk to that person. Like that's something that honestly energizes me. I love connecting mm-hmm. others, especially like if I know that they're going to click well and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's so many great things um in the, oh i am the queen of coming up with a new idea i think like <laughs> last few months i have like launched a new offer each month it's crazy but i have all of these ideas and i'm like yes let's just do it 
<laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes, it's so much fun. And I think I it's that's part of the freedom of being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. is that you can do that. Um, yeah. You're not, you know, restricted in different things like mm-hmm. that. So to my listeners out there, if you have <laughs> a lot of ideas, it's okay. Embrace it. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so... For a mama who is listening to this episode and she suspects that maybe she does have ADHD, how can she go about like getting an evaluation? Like what are the next steps for her? Yeah, great question. There are a couple different avenues. So initially, if um, she's just kind of inquiring more, she could certainly go to her primary doctor. Um, But that would be you know, a little bit more limited um, as far as maybe kind of really diving in more. And they might refer out um, to receive either like a testing through a psychologist or a um, neuroevaluation where they would kind of look more in depth with um, executive functioning or if there's any learning differences too. As a mental health therapist, Um, So someone has a graduate degree in therapy, so one of the therapy degrees, they can also diagnose, but um, sometimes that can also be a little bit limited or sometimes it's not their maybe comfort zone um, since it is helpful to kind of have actual testing to, to support it. And there's definitely specialists out there that, um, that's their niche in providing an evaluation for people wondering about ADHD or autism. Um, so I think having a specialist can be helpful. Yeah, yeah. I know locally people can usually find something. Um, may not always take your insurance, so you may have yeah. to do private pay, but it's definitely worth exploring if you do suspect that you have it. Just you know, understanding it better and really looking at ways to better support how your brain works and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, So one thing I always ask my guests who are moms are, what is your number one mompreneur hack? So I want you to do the ADHD edition of this. Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, Well, one thing that (laughs) I... I think can be helpful is I'm still like a paper person. And so knowing we had so many ideas, I literally carry a notebook with me everywhere. I'm talking the bathroom, I'm talking in the car, I'm talking in the bedroom, (laughs) because at any moment, um, an idea can come. And as soon as it comes, sometimes if I don't write it down, it's gone. And so I want to capture that, um, that, those ideas whenever they do come, because they usually do come in not the most convenient times. Um, so that's that's one thing that I think can be helpful, especially with just being a mom, because you're out and about and, you know, kind of doing a lot of different things. And so having that notebook, um, since I am a little more old school, a phone would certainly work too, but I <laughs> just like to write it down because that visual part for me just feels different when it's on paper than it's Um, recording it on my phone or tablet or something. Yeah, I need to do that (laughs) because it happens to me all the time. Like I'll usually if I have my phone nearby, I'll like put it in like the notes app really Mm -hmm. quick. 
But I think, like you said, just putting that pen to paper, it Mm -hmm. flows a lot better um, because I'm Mm -hmm. the same way, too. I have like notebooks and stuff. Um, and I love just to write my thoughts out. Yeah. Um, so I'm definitely going to start doing that. Even if I just have like a stack of post-it notes yes. everywhere. Because <laughs> um, I get these great ideas. And then it just, like you said, it will leave you just like yeah. that. And you're just like, wait, I had this great thought. Where <laughs> exactly. And I think the other thing I like about like the paper is, you know, we tend to not be linear thinkers. And so with post-its or writing it down, you can kind of map it out by posting it in the way that makes sense for your brain, which might be, you know, in a circle or different ways that kind of make sense versus it being kind of um, bullet points. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Gretchen. Like this, honestly, is probably one of the most funnest interviews I've ever (laughs) done. Um, But I also learned a lot about myself. Like I said, I'm still learning and everything. I haven't gotten an official diagnosis. That's the next step. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's something I'm like, have become more accepting of about myself. Like this is how my brain works and everything. So talking to you today was just so validating, um, mm-hmm. especially because you get it. Um, yeah. So I'm truly grateful just <laughs> for you to share and be open with me and my audience. Um, but before we get off, please share with my audience how they can connect with you and learn more about your services. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, so my website is um, parent and then the dash that's in the middle. I forget what that's called. <laughs> um, childbond.com. And um, they can email me at Gretchen at parent and then the dash in the middle childbond.com. Um, I'm new to social media. Like this felt like a whole um, mermaid, like a whole new world. <laughs> to me with social media. So I'm still a little embarrassed with my posts. <laughs> so I've been primarily doing TikTok just because that feels the easiest right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can find me at 4ADHD Mama on TikTok. And I casually do things on Instagram. I'm experimenting on some of the other things, but um, definitely my website probably <laughs> uh, is less embarrassing. Um but I, any questions, I'm happy, um, even if you're just a random question. I'm all about yeah. random. <laughs> Feel free to, to email me. Um, I, I believe you have an amazing audience because you just even are little exchanges. I've just really, I'm so glad I found you. You've just, I felt like I could breathe after um listening to some of your podcasts and I'm really excited to work with you more in the future when I can hopefully launch a podcast. Um, cause I feel like you, I feel like I can do it with you. I've, I've listened to different other podcasts where they, um, try to, you know, here's how you do it. And I'm just like, okay. But then I put it aside, but with you, I feel like I can do it. So I'm really so glad that, uh, 
the universe brought me to you. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're yeah. gonna make me cry. <laughs> but thank you so much. And I'm gonna yeah. link all of your information in the show notes. And I highly mm-hmm. recommend you guys reaching out to Gretchen, especially if you suspect you have ADHD or maybe you're newly diagnosed and you're still trying to figure it all out. She is a wealth of knowledge, mm-hmm. as you can hear, you know, in this episode. Um, mm-hmm. but I highly recommend you guys reach out to her thank you so much you're welcome mama thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang with me whether you're a podcaster ready to create podcast content that attracts her dream clients or a mama that's ready to stop the social media burnout and simplify her marketing through podcasting i can support you Head on over to mamaturnmompreneur.com forward slash connect to submit an interest form so we can chat about how I can best support you. All right, mama, I will talk to you again soon.